Welcome to Tanakh Daily, a Congregation Ahavas Torah initiative. Today we are continuing our study, at long last, of Sefer Malachim Bet with Perek Tes Zion chapter 16. And we find that King Ahaz is now leading the southern kingdom. And we learn from the very outset that Ahaz is a bad king. He follows the ways of the wicked kings of the north. He sacrifices on Bamos, which are, of course, outside the context of the Beis HaMikdash. Uh, He even passes his son through fire, which is a practice known as Molech, prohibited in the Torah. So from the very get-go, we see that Ahaz is is not a righteous king, and things are only going to go really from bad to worse for him. Not surprisingly, following the kind of internal logic uh, and the moral uh, themes and theses of uh, Sefer Melachim, uh, we find that this wicked king uh, is immediately kind of embattled and in grave danger. The northern kingdom, under the leadership of Pekach ben Ramalia, joins together with Aram, led by Ritzin, to attack the southern kingdom. And as I said, uh, with the internal logic of the Sefer, no more uh, political and geopolitical explanation is really necessary. A wicked king finds himself embattled, we can, we, can, we can live with that. That makes sense. But nonetheless, I think it's important to fill in this, the, the geopolitical background here uh, because it will hopefully just give you a little bit of a broader picture, uh, which, which is a, a relevant picture for us now and will continue to be a relevant picture as we learn, say, for Yeshayahu and going forward. So just to, to give some of this background, um, uh, one can ask themselves, you know, how, how did it come about that Aram and the Northern Kingdom would be allies in attacking the South. They're the kind of strange bedfellows. And the answer uh, to this question is the old saying, uh, if your enemy is my enemy, that makes us friends. But the trick here is that the enemy is not, in fact, the southern kingdom. The enemy is Ashur. It's Assyria. As we noted in the last podcast, which at this point feels like it came out about a year ago, um, it was not, it's probably a month or so, um, Ashur, Assyria at this moment in history is really the ascendant world power. Obviously, its base is in Mesopotamia, um, but it's a, a far-reaching world power. Aram and the northern kingdom create an alliance as these kind of smaller regional powers to try to mount a defense against this much more powerful uh, um, kingdom in Ashur. At this point, they don't want to attack the southern kingdom. What, what they really want is that Yehuda, that the kingdom of Judah, the southern kingdom, will join their alliance and have a three-way alliance together to mount uh, a, a, a defensive uh, you know, um, force against Assyria. However, Yehuda, the southern kingdom, does not, d- does not agree to participate in this alliance. And as we learn in Sefer Yeshayahu, the northern kingdom and Aram attack the southern kingdom because what they want to do is they want to overthrow Ahaz and they want to install a pro-alliance king. That's the point, right? And so it's really this kind of critical uh, piece of background to understand what's going on in this parak. It's really all about Assyria. Assyria is casting this shadow. It is the specter that hangs over uh, this, this parak, even though, at least initially, it doesn't seem to be a player. And once we kind of understand that background, what happens next becomes entirely intelligible and understandable, even natural. What happens? Aram and the northern kingdom attack uh, uh, the southern kingdom and they besiege Yerushalayim. So what does Ahaz do in response? He calls Ashur to come and help him. He calls Assyria to come and bail him out. 
right? He sends a big bribe to Ashur, and essentially he pledges his allegiance to them and his kind of vassaldom, right? A status of, of being uh, in uh, a tributary uh, to Assyria. And, and of course, not only is Assyria going to be tempted to come and bail out the, the southern kingdom because of the bribe, but because of the, the broader political stakes, right? Because if the south does indeed fall to the northern kingdom in Aram, then it will, it, it will become, it will be flipped and will end up becoming an enemy against Assyria. And this alliance does pose, at least presumably to some degree, a threat against Assyria. So Assyria comes and bails out the southern kingdom. They swoop in, they save the southern kingdom, and, uh, and that ends this, this attack by Aram uh, and the northern kingdom. Now, if we pause here, we might stop and wonder and, and, and just think, okay, Ahaz was a wicked king, but was it really so bad to call in Assyria? The northern kingdom uh, allied themselves with Aram, or maybe this was just a, it seems like a cold political calculation without any obvious religious dimension here. It's just, how do I survive this, this attack? Uh, but as we see from Sefer Yeshayahu, that's really not the case. Right, what was the ideal course of action? It was, it was actually to remain neutral. Right? When Aram and the northern kingdom attack the south, the Navi Yishayahu urges King Ahaz not to capitulate to them, but also not to turn to Assyria. What was the right move here? Uh, it, it, was, it was to turn to Hashem. Uh, Yishayahu is, is, tries to assure the king, tries to assure Ahaz that even though you might be very afraid of the, of the northern kingdom and Aram coming to, to, to attack you, he says, stay strong. If you are confident and you place your confidence in Hashem and you turn to Hashem and you answer this wake-up call with tshuva and you, and you turn to Hashem, Hashem will make you victorious on your own. You do not need to turn uh, to Assyria to bail you out. You need to turn to Hashem to save you. But unfortunately, uh, Ahaz does not answer that call. He does, in fact, uh, turn and place his hopes uh, in Assyrian hands. And as, as we noted, they do come and they bail him out. But there is a cost, and that cost uh, is, is several fold. Uh, this parak continues by telling us one dimension of that cost. It tells us that Ahaz then goes to visit Ashur, the king of Ashur. And when he, is, uh, when he, when he goes to visit their kingdom, he is incredibly taken by their pagan worship. He is completely uh, just uh, enamored of their culture and of their of their uh, religious infrastructure, and he, in fact, he has his Kohen Gadol come to to look and to sketch the altar of the Assy- of Assyrian pagan worship, so that the one in the Beis Hamikdash can be refashioned in its image. And and Achaz comes back to uh, to Yerushalayim and, and ushers in a whole series, a slew of religious reforms um, that are meant to transform. Uh, well, uh, the Israelite religious practice and the practice uh, of the Beis HaMikdash uh, to look much more like the Assyrian one. So this, of course, is a, is a, a terrible turn, uh, a terrible uh, desecration of the, of the Beis HaMikdash, a terrible Chilol Hashem. Um, and, and all of it kind of flows from the fact that instead of placing his faith in Hashem in this terrible moment of, of fear, he places his faith in Ashur, and, and Ashur then becomes this almost like um, stand-in uh, for for uh, for his religious faith, and that becomes uh, that is then uh, realized. It, it manifests itself in him actually changing uh, the religious practices uh, that were taking place in the Beis Hamikdash to then mirror uh, those of Ashur. So all of these things kind of follow from 
each other. And, and so, as I said, Achaz started starts out already on a, on a very unsteady ground, probably more than that. He starts out already as a, as a pretty wicked king, as an impious king, uh, but then he goes even further and, uh, and, and really ushers in these, these terrible sweeping reforms that are meant to reflect a kind of admiration and, and wholesale adoption of Assyrian culture and religious practice. And, and those are the, the short-term implications of Ahaz's uh, alliance with Assyria. As we'll see in the Prakim ahead, there are much farther-reaching implications of this alliance with, with Assyria, uh, which is going to prove to be uh, an alliance that is very much this kind of deal with the devil. It will be very dangerous. Uh, the, northern, the northern kingdom is going to pay the, the quickest and most obvious uh, toll for that, but there will be toll. There will be a toll paid, uh, even in political terms, uh, for the southern kingdom as well. Uh, we will see how that unfolds in the prakim ahead. That is it for today. Chazak ve'ematz and happy learning.